Uh, I'm sure you guys saw, um, mostly because I made you guys see, but uh, I just want to reiterate for the show listener that uh, uh, Gritty, the Philadelphia Phillies mascot, um, not only is he a national treasure, not only is he an important symbol of what it is to be free uh, and uh, 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 potent in your sexuality, uh, but... (laughs) Yeah, Gritty's uh, thick. He uh, is just a, a a classic anti-fascist mascot and and Have symbol. You seen a uh, bro, bro. <laughs> that, okay, we could literally end world world hunger if we just had gritty whopping for like. Three or four days. <laughs> um, Dude, we could end world hunger if we. You know, I mean that that guy's he's he's a five course meal. You know what I'm saying, like bro. <laughs> Yeah, he ain't no snack. Like if we could all just, if we could all just eat a little bit of that ass, you know, he's got enough to go. The American around. people can have a little no gritty more. as a treat. <laughs> um, so a child apparently got a little bit of gritty for a treat, uh, because in uh, Philadelphia <laughs> this week, like, yeah, I know what it makes it sound like. like. I know Catholic exactly priest. what it makes it sound like. Uh, uh, so apparently, a child. Uh, uh, he and his father are claiming that they were standing in line to take a photo with with Gritty and um, in what I like to call classic Antifa fascist. Uh, Antifa fashion. Like, if you were to go to an Antifa rally and want to see exactly what's going on, so apparently Gritty was standing on the far side of the room, saw a child, and just screeched, took a running start, and just fucking superhero punched this kid right in the goddamn head. I want to tell you, that's not wrong, it's right. Alright? It's more than right. It's moral. Um... And as far as I'm concerned, it is a like absolute crying shame that we are not just pouring out support for Gritty right now. Um, Dick's out for Gritty. Um, he is, Hot girls for Gritty. Bro, he is a true treasure of uh, anti-fascism. Um, and, and more than that, I think it's his duty to punch children. Yeah, yeah well, take, I think take it's that important. hashtag. On a Twitter, you know, and as fuck Australia's fires, nudes for gritty. Yeah. Oh, that would be a great idea. Oh, uh, my. I'm start that just, just for the free news. Yeah, my. I think right. I think my fetish might be naked women's bodies, but with the gritty mask on. Uh, <laughs> how does feel about that? Well, goddamn it! Don't use your name. I have to bleep you. Uh, yeah, the the beard would look good in addition to the naked. Body. Yeah. Well, I, I think it's important that we on the left, like, not just come together for gritty, but come together to figure out what this horrible Nazi child did to make gritty knock his lights out. Can I just yeah, say? I thought, I thought Dennis was like an adult. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> Can I just say that the the child's father had them go to a chiropractor and not a real medical professional. Let me tell you something about chiropractors. They like eidetic memories are also (laughs) witchcraft and lies. Uh, It's really fun. Um, That's a hill. That's a hill I could get behind. I I think that's how that saying goes. (laughs) I I think you would say it's a hill you can get under. Exactly. It's exactly how it is. I mean, I just appreciate coming back to this show and then being, having new kinks forced into my brain by our host here. <laughs> oh, well, let's talk about, uh, because, okay, this is, this has been a bad week. Okay. 
at being an anti fascist is hard sometimes because we have heroes, but our heroes, not only are they villains, but they're committed to causes that are so important both to them and to us that when they fail, they fail spectacularly. And so what I have to say about that, uh, Gritty might be going away for a while for punching a child, uh, and we need to defend him. Uh, but, uh, that's a I think it's fucking bullshit that some guy, I want to say this really fast. It's bullshit that you're mad about your kid getting punched by Gritty. That's been the branding from the start. Like, <laughs> like literally, it's like, oh no, oh no, Gritty was mean to my child. Oh, cool. Have you been living under a rock and you don't know who the fuck this mascot is? Yeah, you like, know what? You I don't think he punched multiple school children mascots. on his launch day. You don't want to get beaten up by sports mascots? Get the fuck out of Philly. Yeah, for kind of for real, though. Get the fuck out of Philly. Get the fuck out of the town where when, like, Philly is playing for a championship, police grease up light poles and people still climb them to, like, do, like, Days before. Yeah, to prove. Guns at top helicopters. Yeah, go, go root for the Dallas Stars if yeah. you're going to be afraid of a sports mascot. So... Speaking of, like I said, another of our powerful anti-fascist founding fathers going away. This, it, you know, our boy, our boy finally caught the big one. He finally bit the bullet. Joe Exotic, he's going away free, for 22 free years. My man. Yeah. Free my man's uh, Joe Exotic. Yeah, hashtag free Joe Exotic. He, he's down. He's out. It's 22 years for our big boy. Uh, you know, I don't know what's gonna happen to the illegal tiger trade. Like, <laughs> my man was literally running that top to bottom, and I don't know what's gonna Oklahoma. fucking happen. Like, where are you gonna get a tiger now? You know what I mean? Like, Bro. like it's not the good old days anymore. Like, yeah. I want a tiger, maybe. I don't know. You're gonna, 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 gonna to? I'm gonna have to get a painted lion. Yeah, like an asshole. <laughs> yeah, like a fucking dick. I don't want you know. Or you just Everybody's gonna make Michael's. fun of me at the Zorro Ranch. <laughs> or you could get a mountain lion and just tell people it's a house cat. <laughs> and see how that works out. There you go. Uh, but yeah, I just, you know, uh, he finally went down for his many crimes and misdemeanors. Uh, you know, he, he was, yeah, you running. You want to talk about high crimes and misdemeanors. <laughs> <laughs> he was running a black market tiger operation. He definitely hired people to kill other people. Uh, but I'm just yeah. saying, show me the crime, you know? You know, you know. <laughs> If, all I'm saying, if my genetic memories aren't real, <laughs> show me, show me the kill facts. I mean, honestly, attempted habeas corpus prizes for attempted chemistry. You can't attempt a fact. Habeas, habeas tigris, you know. Come on. So yeah, if you got some this weekend, pour out a little tiger bomb for our uh, our, our big gay libertarian, big cat loving dirt uncle, because. He's going for the big nap. I'll tell you all that uh, the sentence he received was what we call an 85 percenter in Oklahoma, which means he has to serve 85 percent of those 22 years in bars, uh, which is most of it. So no American was ever as free as Joe Exotic until he wasn't. So <laughs> I don't know, man, like Joe Exotic somehow, Joe Exotic somehow always had multiple husbands on deck. So like, I don't know. I don't know how he's going to do, but. Maybe he's already got some in he's prison. He's gonna be you know running I mean? the prison in like <laughs> at least. I mean, I mean, you weren't you weren't joking a few minutes ago when you said. I mean, he has been like through the phones at the jail running a black market tiger scheme, like still. So like, yeah, the next 10, 15 years, like he's just going to be selling tigers from jail, which is going to be like, I, I just love that. Yeah, I, I, yeah, it goes to the guy down on twenty second. 
<laughs> no, like, but the, I mean, there was a literal top of the fold WAPO, like 3,000 word article about how Joe Exotic is single handedly responsible for 90% of the privately owned tigers in America. He is killing <laughs> tigers, dude. Like, he's got a stolen cell phone in prison and he's just brokering tigers. Right? Yeah, no, <laughs> that's what's happening. Uncut <laughs> the one piece of my old life. <laughs> he's like, I got. I got the black tiger. <laughs> Look, I want a six-way parlay. Siegfried and Roy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I want a six-way uh, parlay. One, I, I murder my husband. Two, <laughs> I hire someone to murder my boyfriend. Three, I release tigers into a tornado. Four, <laughs> I release tigers I into an earthquake. Five, I marry my second side boy. Six. I go to jail for 18 years. <laughs> uh, so yeah, we will see you in 2038. Excited to see when what you're, you're up to when you get out. <laughs> when you finally <laughs> win the governorship of Oklahoma. <laughs> <laughs> what a story. Many months has come and gone since Red I Star wandered Oklahoma, from Oklahoma, Oklahoma's most Republican Oklahoma podcast. Hills where I was born. Yet I keep doing crime. Many a page of life be my turned, many a lesson I doing sexism. Well, I feel like in those hills I still belong. We be doing crime. There are revisions and there are reactions. We just can't make it a reservation Hills where I was born. This is Red Star over Oklahoma. Oklahoma The Cowboys' life is my occupation in this Oklahoma. Hills where I was born. I'm Adam Burnett, and this week we have Carl Roberts, Stephen Lastman, and Parker Nelson on the show. So crack open a cold coronavirus, because this is Red Star Over Oklahoma. We are a politics and news podcast broadcasting about left Oklahoma. This week in national news, we'll be talking about impeachment and how we can actually affect who is in the White House. Then we'll move on to a discussion of how to register to vote and how to get involved with certain campaigns before, of course, turning to Oklahoma news, where we will finish with G.T. Bynum's appointment of the first black police chief in Tulsa's history and Bynum's continued defense of live PD before jumping into a conservative reading series for the week. So let's jump into national news. Yes, there's this uh, thing going on. Uh, there might have been a couple of news stories about it, but uh, the president's getting impeached. Do you hear about this, Parker? Do you hear about this? Yeah, 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 yeah. Something like <laughs> you that. You hear about this? They, they, you seen this? You heard about this? You, 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 you get that thing I sent you? What? What are you um, getting impeached? And I, and I think that, like, we on the show have mostly been of the opinion that uh, we don't need to follow this as closely as every single mainstream news outlet because it's pageantry 66 uh, for the senators. most part. Seven, excuse me. Hey, 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 Trump's defense attorneys did describe yesterday as quote unquote coming attractions. So uh, I don't appreciate the uh, lack of depth you're giving this. Adam, yeah, Adam is sitting here watching were, uh, all, he's watching all of the fucking Oscar winning <laughs> movies. And this attraction is not at all. I think one okay, of his lawyers it, was a uh, coming attraction on the Lolita Express. And, uh, yeah. Also, sue us. We all know which one you're talking about which one I'm talking about, but I didn't name him. So you can't sue me. I mean, you're just talking about the fictional character, Jay Seculo. So, I mean, it's fine. I listened to that name. That's not a real human being's name. Jose Seculo is a false name. It's one I, I, I literally just made it up in our fictional universe. It's very great. 
which is important to remember all of these are characters in our fictional universe so a fictional character named Alan Dershowitz <laughs> may or may not have fictionally been associated with a uh, fictional plane in said universe <laughs> named after a, a great book and movie um, it's actually... that has nothing to do with fucking kids <laughs> god damn it <laughs> God damn it! I'm not sure we have to edit that out, but it's right there. It's probably as close to the line as you've gotten, Carl. I, I think that is. Ooh, yeah, that was right there, but without crossing it. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Ooh, all right. Let's 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 jump uh, back into it. Yeah. So uh, what's 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 been going on is that uh, old Donnie T uh, had a call to the Ukraine. Um, trying to get some dirt on Joe Biden and primarily his failed son, Hunter Biden, um, who is just an all-around, all-around loves to party, really. I would say um, he successfully did, but only made Hunter yeah. Biden look like a <laughs> fucking badass. Yeah. I think and, it's worth noting that all the strippers at his uh, crack strip club say that he's an extremely respectful guest, that he tips well, and honestly, like we should all be more like Hunter Biden. Like my man respects no, sex workers. See, okay? Here's the thing: he's a uh, uh, just an all around great guy mm-hmm. who is forced to be in this DC world that he wants no part of. If anything, he's the victim in all of this. <laughs> uh, I, I I like I I I know that this is satire, and we're in a fictional universe, and uh, I would love to actually have the like l- like learn what Eric and Donnie Jr. are doing in like cuz like they're just as worm-brained and inane as uh, Hunter but I also think that because like Donnie holds out this idea that oh I've never drinking or taken a drug or smoked a cigarette I don't even eat fast food or whatever the fuck he lies about constantly No he loves McDonald's regardless <laughs> it doesn't matter it's all it's all part of a persona anyway but, I would love to meet somebody who can look me in the eye after looking at a picture <laughs> of Donald Trump Jr. and being like, he's never eaten McDonald's. Yeah. But but what I America's what, treat boy. <laughs> what I really love in that is just this this idea that like they're just like drinking milk while watching people get tortured because they have no depth with reality. They're just like, Oh, do we not watch the slaves torture each other on Wednesday evening? This is what my family has done for seven. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, it's just, it's just like they're, they're still continuing whatever the the, like diabolical Trump family traditions from Faja Trump was. (laughs) They're the McPoyle. They're the McPoyles. And, um, they all want uh, Hunter, uh, Dennis, to fuck their sister along with Yeah, them, right? oh my God. Oh my God. <laughs> you will call me. her. <laughs> and Hunter Biden's uh, like, I, I don't even know her name. I don't know. I just got 15 women pregnant in D.C. Hunter's and I didn't like, even I'm, fuck them. I'm a, I'm a goddamn golden god. You can't even touch me right now. I am writing on fire uh, with my high profile job for a Ukrainian gas company that I definitely qualified for. <laughs> yeah, uh, I definitely didn't swindle for. <laughs> but yeah, so the, the whole the whole Trump uh, call to the Ukraine was essentially he uh, invoked a sort of quid pro quo with the oh who was it? The Ukrainian Zelensky. 
Zelensky, yes. Uh, no, uh, Volodymyr no, Zelensky, newly no elected quid, president no of Ukraine, former no quid, former quid, comedian who played a president of Ukraine as a bit on Ukrainian TV. Um, actually, seems kind of like an okay guy. He's not one of the the oligarchs that happened seems like the a end of the better Soviet Trump. Union. He kind of handled this situation well for the way for what he was to, to be really honest, because just looking at it in a microcosm, the, the individual Zelensky was in a bad area. I mean, he's between Russia and the US. I mean, he he needs things from both of those countries and they both don't want the it's it's a complicated situation for him. So for him to yeah, come out and not have shit the bed and just that's like true. caused either Russia to invade or the US to like assassinate I mean, Russia him. Russia is literally a controlling <laughs> part of Eastern Ukraine. Like it, Well, uh, yeah, but since they, 2013, they 14, I did a memory when was it? Oh, yeah, it was, yeah. Yeah, the one that Donbass yeah. started around 14. Yeah. There. That's right. <laughs> Um, yeah, so then, uh, basically that phone call got leaked by some narc, uh, early last fall, and since then the impeachment has been in process, uh, went through the House successfully, and now we're seeing it in the Senate, um, which, uh, means that two major contenders in the presidential race are tied up with impeachment, uh, Warren and Klobuchar. With a third unnamed senator also being there for some reason, I think he's other. I, I think is is his yeah. Other. yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so while while this while the Senate impeachment is ongoing, uh, both Senators Sanders, Warren, and Klobuchar are all stuck in Washington, having to sit through the proceedings uh, during a crucial time in Iowa and New Hampshire. Um, Meanwhile, old oh, no. J- Jumpin' Jumpin' Joe gets to go hog wild in Iowa, um, just <laughs> going around uh, yelling at reporters, giving confusing monologues, <laughs> um, generally being out of touch with reality. Um, you know, impeachment—it's like it's like what we used to do down in Old Wilmington, <laughs> right? Where you drive you drive to the Delaware River and you put your car in it and you act like it's a boat. It's not, <laughs> and you're sober and you tell your friend. That's just not what we do around here. And you're riding oh. through the ocean, and you make it to Atlantis. Back back in the day, they called me uh, the the Iron Man of Wilkesbury, and <laughs> then then I was they riding the train because... all the time, and they, they let me drive the train a lot. And that's that's <laughs> just to say that that was that was back when uh, Strong Thurman and I he was a good friend of mine. <laughs> Uh, I'd let him drive the train and he'd always segregate it. But I'd tell him, Strom, you can only segregate it when it's bus rides. <laughs> all right. Uh, but yeah, so that's that's keeping, uh, you know, all of the important candidates in Washington um, while this impeachment goes on. I think it's while... kind of like, <laughs> like, I think in a way it's maybe since Buttigieg has just been tanking and Biden seems to slowly be ascending into the, the fifth realm. Um, Decent, like no, Biden. I, is, I don't know. Is I don't know which one he's doing, the, but... the, the the sum of his parts. <laughs> like, I, I can't. Pretty... I can't really describe it in a way that would make sense to anyone other than like the worms that live inside my head. But I no, understand no. that the roaches that live inside uh, Biden's legs and form his leg hair. 
I realized that they actually have um, uh, a good plan for the, for the American people. And so uh, you guys just need to pump your brakes. He's doing stuff for us. You just have faith. All right. Yeah, lastly, well, I think, it, it's, I think, it is an I ascent think, and a descent, like simultaneously, because he is consuming people below him while <laughs> <laughs> somehow rising to the top. Yeah, well, that's like as much as Bernie has had a surge lately. I think Biden is still and really always has been the man to beat in the election. Oh, yeah. And I mean, as much as like you know, we can dunk on all of the candidates that are polling like third and fourth. Biden is the real like contender that Bernie has to face off against because for the most part, people don't care that much about the policy differences between them. Like a lot of Biden's second choice voters are Ber- is Bernie. Well, but so. I, think, I think, I think that that, that kind of leads us to the important point that like we kind of wanted to talk about, like that we, we, we let in, there's this impeachment thing that's going on is, is, I mean, I don't, my opinion on it. Well, well, I mean, it's entirely a charade because they were like, okay, heads on pikes, you know, blah, blah, blah. Legal focus isn't going to be anything in terms other than, you know, one side, especially even yesterday with the, with the defense only talking for like two hours, they basically were just using the word fat. I couldn't listen to more than 15 minutes of it, to be honest, because they were just like, you aren't being told the facts, all the facts, blah, 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 facts, 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 where they just take. And I mean, Adam, as somebody who's in the legal profession, I'm sure you can like attest to you spin whatever the fuck you have to make the best argument that you have. It's like legal. I mean, we well, all did well, debate well, too, well, except and, for Adam. And, so and, it's like, we all know this. That's just how it is. Well, and not just right, that, like, not I'm just that, not just that. I think it's, I think, I think, I think, I don't think that's, I don't think the, the spinning, I mean, we all know everybody spins. That's not even the take here. I, this is the take that I love in that. And, and this is, this is one of my favorite impeachment takes so far is we, we want to show you the facts. We're going to tell you the facts, what happened and how it happened. And we're going to show you the facts. Also, uh, we're not allowing you to subpoena anyone. We're not bringing in any new evidence. And if you bring in any new evidence, we will boycott the process. Right. Well, I, I mean, think, I think like, so, okay. Actually that they, they, like, this is a really smart move that the, the white house, the yeah, legal no, team I mean, did was just like stonewall. Everybody who wanted subpoenas in the house, blah, blah, blah. And then have the fucking, and then have uh, McConnell, mm-hmm. right. Say, well, if you all wanted to fucking do this, you should have actually not rushed through it and taken it through the courts, which is like, okay. If they had jumped on the fucking shit at the start of his goddamn presidency, where he was like, so if you're a foreign leader have the time and, so, yeah. and, and, and you want to do something and you want to, you want to know about America and you want our investments, what are <laughs> come stay at my hotel, come pay money to stay at my hotel. And <laughs> which, I'll let you do stuff. I'll let you yeah, do which I think is a, it's, it's like, it's, okay, if you had done that, which you started doing in fucking 2017, cool. You could have taken them through the courts, but yeah, no, you had to like wait. this is, this whole process is like of the very, very many illegal things that Trump has done since getting oh, into yeah. office. The fact that you're fixating on the one, like, Ukraine phone call when you could just, like, probably get them on a litany of other uh, things with, like, way more evidence and, like, clear connections well, It and just everything. proves even more how much of a charade this is, you know, in, in terms of, like, and, and, and I, I appreciate the charade for what it is in terms of them like trying to peacock each other they like it, it could strategically only because people are going to vote along party lines i mean this is to to have any sort sure. of you know delusion that this is like uh, some type of impartial bullshit like i said before uh, heads on pikes was the phrase that kept 
be like that uh, literally Adam Schiff said on the floor where he was like, yeah, I hear, you know, like accusing everybody of being impartial jurors, which doesn't help your case at all for the four people you need to split to get that additional evidence if you want it. But, but, the, but then that's well, but like that, the, I mean, the, even the that, underlying, that's, whole underlying core of like why this, the Ukraine call was the thing they chose to fixate on was like, oh, you're not playing fair in the election by up dirt on our guy it's like yeah, yeah. <laughs> well but, it was like you even, broke, you're you're playing dirty in the election and that's yeah. the the well, most egregious thing that's what we don't like well but right, like, and, I, there, there's one more uh, go ahead adam sorry oh no no it's just like i i because I, I think that what a lot of this boils down to especially for our program is you know i you know it was so obvious when the initial, you know, thing with the, the Mueller investigation, uh, yeah, we all watched him on live television ask Russia to hack Hillary Clinton's emails. Like, like what? The, we saw it happen. And like, yeah, of course he called Ukraine. And then he did it, and then he did it with China, yeah, too. Yeah, and then of course <laughs> like, he called China Ukraine and did this. You know what I mean? Like, there's, there's, of course he did this. Of course he used his presidential power to help him personally. Like, of course. Duh. But you could have guessed that he would do it in the yeah. abstract if you hypothetically <laughs> yeah. talked about a Trump presidency. Yeah, exactly. But like, the, the number has been, will be, and continues to stay at 67 senators. We can't get there. There's no way you're getting there, so fuck it. If well, we even, want even to remove, if like, we want to remove like, Trump from office, there's one way to do it. There is only one way to do it, and that is to elect Bernie Sanders. Because Biden will fucking lose that election, I swear to Christ. That's true. I swear but, okay, to Christ, so, Biden will lose that election. But, but, okay, so I have a question for you. And I was, uh, I was going to save it for later on, but it is, now you've, You've said the magic words. Um, and it is, I want to posit, what is the dankest timeline? Because we're going to go back to the memes of the show. You know, and it's, it is it watching two sundowning men, Joe Biden versus Trump in the 2020 election? Or is it watching Republicans shit themselves if you get to 67 and they have to quickly find a candidate? Because that would be incredible. Now, that would be fun. Okay, number one, I, that that, makes, that is actually a pretty good tie. I like that one. Yeah. That's, I don't. Know. I, I think very the Republican Party would that. be happy with that. Uh, un- um, you know, the like, okay, we'll just run Mike Pence. Cool. Yeah, good. Uh, unfortunately, oh, yeah. unfortunately, uh, Parker, my answer to that is because I have a vested stake in this next election because uh, my household uh, is hold- currently uh, holding a mortgage for an incredibly nice house that we don't have because of student loans, and there's only one candidate who's promise to have a six-figure impact immediately on my debt situation. And uh, that's Bernie Sanders. And it's kind of, so I know I, 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 the dankest timeline for me is where it's, it's like OU, right? I don't watch OU games, OU football games to be enthralled or to, to enjoy. I want to watch an OU game where they get up by three touchdowns in the first quarter and keep that lead throughout the game so that I can be asleep by the third quarter, okay? <laughs> it is the same with this presidential election. I want no, Trump I, to essentially I, come out there, take his, like, how, do the debate with his dick out, and Bernie's just like, uh, Donald, your penis is right there, sir. You need to tuck that in, or we are not going to have a debate, sir. And I, and then I just want Bernie to win handily and uh, cancel my student what I fucking debt. Like the primary, I yes. want by the first quarter, by the end of the first quarter, Super Tuesday, I want to be so sure that Bernie is going to get the nominee. Like, there's it's nothing not that the party right. can it's do. It's like he's won, you know, 15 out of 17 states so far. I want to like just near know a for a has fact. already had like m- multiple Benzo break. Yeah, there's no like point, plausible you know? deniability that DNC yeah. can do to like 
rat fuck him out of the nomination. Yeah, because because and like I said, I, which is I, why I know I've been seeing these leads. You got to keep pushing. Yeah. Well, we're gonna we're gonna talk about that. We're gonna yeah. talk about that in a bit. Well, uh, yeah. sure. They, they, no, 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 no. We're not. I have more. Okay. We're continuing on. <laughs> no, no. Uh, yeah, that's what I mean. It, I want to talk about. I want to talk more go. about this shit before we talk. go into it. We we, we like, have uh, so Trump lawyers counter offensives i think as well are just as meme worthy as the question i just posited to you because they like are talk like one of the one of the i can't remember which one it was um i, I don't pay attention to names um I, they introduced themselves it's all kind of a blur wait you uh, don't I, you don't perfectly remember all their names you saw them on the screen they said them you heard them uh, yeah, yeah, I, oh. I block out parts of memory. That's oh. definitely an active trait I have. In addition to having a perfect memory, I can erase the parts that I don't want. Um, <laughs> That's amazing. That kind of sounds so like wait, forgetting. Wait, I do it degree, pretty often. Whenever you got your degree in computer science, did they like make you into a cyborg or something? <laughs> like, That's kind of fucked up, man. What the fuck, what, dude? I, 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 okay, you, if you're a cyborg, I, why can't you fix my computer problems whenever I tell you to? You also, why can't you get Cox you. to stop sending nope, me cease and desist for pirating stuff? <laughs> <laughs> oh anyway anyway trump's lawyers counteroffensive. um they they intended quote to defend the president um and turn the proceedings into impeachment of the fbi hillary clinton and joe biden hell yeah brother so, <laughs> honestly i'm into that I was, those things. I, that is the one promise i want trump to deliver on is putting hillary clinton in jail oh my god <laughs> Oh my god! I, I would to impeach the FBI. That's not even possible. But I want to know. Um, and so they—I I don't know. They, they, they their their defense was actually in, in and of itself very weak. But I did appreciate the little pocket gems that they had. They were like, "We're gonna like turn this so hard, and then end up just flopping about like." We're going to impeach Hillary Clinton and Joe Biden. Two people yeah, who do not hold government positions right now. <laughs> but um they but but in, in in all in all seriousness um seculo like underscored findings about like the russia investigation that have been like that talking about like embarrassments to the fbi and the justice department i mean they <laughs> the fucking uh, steel dossier <laughs> yeah, well yeah they they, they they talked about like a fucking newspaper op-ed in comments by like ukrainian officials that were critical of trump back during the election and like trying to equate that to like a history <laughs> of active measures launched by Russia like in the election and saying like like including you know cyber attacks disinformation you know those kinds of things of being like this op-ed column fake Ukrainians news. were just you know as crazy in terms of, I don't know they 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 went off on some 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 weird diatribes and those were the parts that I paid the most attention so, to so parker i think i think you would enjoy this because this is a uh, classic uh, defense lawyer technique um, and I learned a lot about it because I read a book over the summer about Whitey Bulger and his defense team. And it is the same defense that is being put on currently in the Senate trial, which is that you if stand up. the glove up, don't fit, no, you must acquit. <laughs> okay, no, that's that That was OJ. All right, all right. They, they were, they were, Let he had, he had there, okay? brilliant Bulger, lawyers. He did nothing wrong. Well, no, he had brilliant <laughs> lawyers and questionable evidence, all right? What we have here is brilliant lawyers and damning evidence, just like in Bulger. And so here's what Bulger's lawyers did. 
They started their opening talking about a bunch of stuff that they never referenced again. And then they talked about a bunch of other stuff in the middle that they didn't reference in their closing. And then they closed and they referenced a bunch of stuff that they never talked about before. Why? Because it confused the fuck out of everybody. It made everybody run around and go, what the fuck? What are they talking about? Who, who, who is? And that's the tactic. That is the whole enchilada right there. I mean, that has been the tactic for the entire Trump administration. Yeah. That's like how just his whole press corps works. You keep throwing just It's because it's run by terrible, bloody lawyers is why. (laughs) Well, no, it's because it's run by Trump. Trump will just tweet something out where he's like, actually, Hillary Clinton, she personally asked the Ukraine to stab my penis. We all know it. It's in the phone call. It's in the phone call I had with uh, Zelensky. Vladimir, and you're like, okay, that's not even his name. What are you talking about? Also, did you, you know? manage to call Putin again, you fucking moron? Is, <laughs> is that what you're admitting to right now? Like, don't worry, I've got my best friend, Rudy Giuliani. He'll fix everything. <laughs> my, he always knows just what to that, say. My personal was- hand boy, uh, Rudel's Giuliano's, and he will be handling this matter for me further, and if I go to jail, he will be taking my place. That was one thing they didn't talk about, though, specifically, was Rudy Giuliani, and I hope somebody will talk about Rudy Giuliani. I'm still waiting for him to call me, you know? Yeah. Like, accidentally. (laughs) Bro, I actually really love it because I am of the opinion that if anything ever were to happen to Rudy Giuliani personally, if anyone were to say, like, oh, we need to actually, Rudy Giuliani's the guy. Like, if he got indicted or anything, I'm really excited because I am convinced that that man will put on a criminal defense that is... (laughs) Mm-hmm. I was the mayor of New York during 9-11 and therefore cannot be convicted of crimes. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, like, it, it's about as good as just the, like, brain worm. Like, so so the hoops that Seculo is going to try to set up with this Ukraine interference narrative, like, everything that I've read, in, including stupid forums on Reddit, or stupid Reddit, Reddit threads, they uh, talked just kind of about, like, as an explanation for why Trump like might have been like, mm, I need to look into Ukraine because Ukraine was meddling with our election. So let's talk about like, so it's a reasonable question and demand of a pres of a sitting president to like demand this information from somebody who you think like is also meddling in your life. I don't know, like, like as a national security concern or something. And that is so Fox news level brainworm. But like that's like, well, but, it, but like I mean, that's the, the thing the, is you the is, is there is, thing, oh yeah is that they, like, that is it that they're just trying to they're trying to set up goalposts that are so difficult to maneuver around. All you're doing, I mean, you, I mean, you got we're all debate people. We all understand how argument works. You frame your argument in a way that it is impossible to prove. That's all they're doing. Yeah. Well, but like, like even the fundamental thing, if Hunter Biden. Got a job on a Ukrainian on the board of of Burisma because his dad was the person responsible for you know foreign policy towards the UK, Ukraine and like cutting out corruption in Ukraine, a huge goal of American foreign policy. Then yeah, actually it is maybe questionable and something that's valid to talk about if he's going to be president, right? He will have a large impact on that kind of shit, and it's important if he's letting his fucking son get a goddamn job in Ukraine. Because his son has a connection to him and he's responsible for American foreign policy towards Ukraine. That's a valid thing to actually bring up. It's just because it's Trump, it's the dumbest way possible. And it's done in this way that has nothing to actually do with like, oh, why this might matter or something. And it's well, just and fucking that's, ridiculous. And that's, what's like, like, that's what's going to be infuriating is when anyone tries to bring it up, people are going to be like, oh, you want to help Trump? 
by like corroborating these things about Biden. Oh, you want to like legitimize what Trump's doing? And it's like, no, this is a legitimate concern. And like, we should be worried if this guy running for president, like got his son, uh, make work job for some Ukrainian gas company <laughs> that we work. We work. Honestly, he would like fit into the corporate culture of we work. You know what nope. I mean? Like maybe you should do that. You know, he would, he would He's love like, hey, we're firing with, everybody. I can't, I can't remember the guy's um, name, but he would love rolling out with the we work founder. Like going to, I believe. (laughs) Yeah, let's go into like Israeli discos doing like really bad cocaine there. Getting into shoving matches over, like, dude, this shit hits different. I love it. (laughs) Getting into shoving matches over whose turn it is with the hookah pipe. Because as we all know, impeachment, fake news, uh, fake news media is pushing a narrative, insulting our big boy, our big great Clinton news network. Um, Thanks. Um, and what we need to worry about, right, is, is beating him in a way that's actually beatable. What does that mean? Uh, that means getting Bernie the fucking nomination, okay? Joe Biden washed by Donald Trump, the exact same as Hillary Clinton, except worse in terms of the, like, yeah, Hillary Clinton doing crimes. Joe Biden also crime, crime. So we got to get Bernie to win. Um, and there's some really easy steps you can take. And we're going to go through the, like, easy things you can do to like the most like you're in the fucking shit you know what i mean <laughs> like you're you're committed right you're gonna get like a white house appointment if you do this shit so so the first thing you need to do um this is only for people who live in oklahoma if you don't live in oklahoma figure this out yourself you can google it you're not a fucking idiot um what you need to do is you need to register to fucking vote in this goddamn primary the last day you can do that in oklahoma february 7th that's coming up that's soon you can register to vote at the it's DMV, at libraries, at the county election board, other public offices. Like, library is probably going to be the easiest. Yeah, it's and, super straightforward. Not only you that, don't need an address. Not only you that, need cross street. Not only that, you can go to Google, put in Oklahoma voter registration. It is a .gov link. It is an OK.gov link. And from there, now you do have to print and mail it. But if, 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 you're rural and a library is maybe not in the option or, you know, it's difficult for you with uh, transport or anything like that. All you need is an envelope and a stamp and you can mail your voter registration in as well. Yeah. Um, and it needs to get to the county election board by February 7th. Um, you can also drive into days. the uh, county election board and drop it off. It's three um, days for mailing in the state of Oklahoma for anything. So, yeah. Just Luckily, February that's 4th. Late... Mail it by February 4th. That's Oklahoma has like actually really liberal voter registration laws, so it's easy. Mm-hmm. It's a late time. You still got time to do it. Just go fucking do it, okay? Get off your ass. Listen to this show while you drive to do it. Um, <laughs> no. Stop listening. Get in your car. Start listening again. Go and, and register. Also, worth, worth mentioning, Oklahoma is an open primary state, so if you are a registered independent, you can vote in the Democratic primary. I think that was literally what I was about yes. to discuss, Lassie. Thank mm-hmm. you. So, that's the basic. You have to do that. Also, if you're going to do it, this ties into the next thing we're going to say. So, you need to get the Burn app, right? Um, right now, the DSA chapters in Oklahoma aren't doing Bernie stuff because they're relatively small. It's hard to have capacity to do a bunch of different shit whenever... You got small chapters like we do. I don't want to throw any shade on our DSA chapters level. No, um, but also stay, so what you stay need tuned do, because we may have news on that front as we get closer to the campaign. But we will see. We don't know anything. We will yeah, see. Yeah, we'll see. Um, 
But get the Burn app. The Burn app is an app from the campaign and lets you put in your family and friends. It's the targeted harassment app. That's what a campaign <laughs> is. Targeted harassment. You find as soon as you log on, it starts tweeting snakes at Warren. <laughs> 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 which is um, which is violence. And it auto follows uh, that is, uh, that those is two bodybuilder fuckers whose name I can't, <laughs> with a star with a K. God damn it! <laughs> the cash team. The cash team. No, they're right. they're banned from Twitter for um, manipulating shit. Uh, they're or Russian they? bots, actually. Oh damn! <laughs> Tell your resistance family the Crassus teams are Russian bots. That'll actually work. <laughs> their heads will explode. Um, so you get the burn app and you put in people that you think might vote for Bernie, right? And then the burn app says, "Cool, you son of a bitch, you're gonna make sure they vote for Bernie now. You're gonna do your goddamn work, right?" And what you're going to do is you're going to take those people that you know, your family, your friends, uh, uh, your your strange uncle who's into Alex Jones, but maybe could vote for Bernie. Oklahoma and you're going to start Jim Inhofe. <laughs> <laughs> the everlasting oh. snowball in Jim Inhofe's Senate drawer that still exists and is achieved sentience. It's like, global warming isn't real because my heart is never unfrozen. <laughs> I'm absolutely using that in my D&D &D campaign now, by the way, Adam. <laughs> It's fair. Um, so you put, you put your family and friends in the app, and then it's going to you know give you pitches to do. It's going to let you keep track of them. You keep track of them to make sure that they go fucking vote for, for Bernie, okay? You go make the vote. Um, this is really important because it's one of the most effective things. Somebody... You know, telling you to vote for Bernie is the most likely way to get you to vote for Bernie, right? Unless it's like your uncle who's like, I like Trump because he's going to put all the NFL players in a camp. He's going to re-educate them about American values. And by re-educate, I mean ethnically cleanse them. You don't yeah, need to do yeah. it with that person. He is going to give Jerry Jones. You do need to do it with the rest of them. He is going to give like Jerry Jones a tax cut and also imprison Colin Kaepernick because that is my political opinion. He's going to take the Redskins name and he's going to try to make every other NFL team name more racister than that. And that's why I support him. And he's my president. Don't yeah, organize uh, that uh, guy. A, 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 lot of, a lot of voters in America are very apathetic, which is bad, but can work in your advantage. Cause if you just badger someone like two or three times about voting for Bernie Sanders, they'll be like, all right, fine. I'll fucking go. Yeah. Be like, cool. Okay. <laughs> and now, you know how to register them to fucking vote. So they're not registered. Get them to vote. If yeah. there's somebody who doesn't believe in our political process, guess what? Tell them, Hey, Bernie Sanders also thinks politics is shitty. That's why he's an independent, because like you, he understands that the Democratic Party is filled with baby eating fuckers and he wants to change that. So you should vote for him. Oh, and for the other also, Democrats, for the for the Democrat heads in your in your organizing network, you tell them you fucking coward. You yeah, fucking weak ladder son of a Trump. bitch. You want to beat Trump? Yeah, the only one who can beat Trump. Trump. Hold your fucking nose. You know, vote blue no matter who. Yeah, right. Exactly. Thus, Hold you your nose vote for this candidate. You did like we had to do it in 2016. So well, maybe we did. Well, <laughs> <laughs> that's not. I think, canon, I, think I think the show is uh, maybe um, mm. for, for the sake of that. <laughs> argument. split on that one. <laughs> for the sake of that argument. Yeah, do not tell them you didn't vote for it. <laughs> yeah, tell them you did that. to shame them into it. Um, but here's here's the honest God truth, right? You have enough politics brain that you're broken. Because you're listening to us talk about it, and yeah. we also have that problem. So you we can do more the, fun than that. Solid. <laughs> we all course. have our dicks chopped off. <laughs> um, <laughs> we are actually the Unsullied. Uh, Bernie is Daenerys. At the end of season eight, we are going to murder a bunch of people. We're um, the Unsullied. In our fictional <laughs> universe. 
<laughs> the vol sallied. Uh, yeah. So, since you're listening, you're not a coward. You're, you're, you're powerful. You have strength. And you know what you could do? You could jump on the fucking dialer, right? It's super important that we put up good numbers in early states. Bernie is trying to get halfway through January. Bernie, the Bernie campaign was like, yeah, so we wanted to have 5 million calls to early states by the end of January. We did that halfway through, so now we need 10 million. Uh, let's fucking make that happen. You know what that means? Mm-hmm. Uh, that means calling and texting strangers through the dialer. And if Bernie sweeps the first four states, which is a conceptually possible, it's like very, it's very real. It's something that could happen. Well, and here's the thing. I just it did it for the first over. time. I just did it for the first time last week. It's very easy. I know a lot of people are afraid of talking on the phone because it's bill collectors. It's uh, people saying, uh, you've got me pregnant. You need to pay for this. And so you're afraid to use the phone because that's usually what happens when you're on the phone. But it's, it's not that hard. It's not that scary. It's very easy to do. How many children do you have? Well, I was going to say, Lassie, do you, need to, do you need to talk to me off the air, man? <laughs> that's are you all right? <laughs> Things no, okay. Hunter Biden has over here. <laughs> <laughs> and then but I do. I, you call a stranger whenever you, you call a stranger and you're like, hey, I want to tell you cool stuff about a good guy who cares about you. People would be like, oh shit, you're not my he, seventh baby mama. Yeah, Great, here's the thing, you know? here's the thing, Parker. You might be convincing a few people to vote for Bernie. I'm making Bernie voters. <laughs> <laughs> God, oh my god, I never realized I, 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 that I, that. I don't even want to talk about it. <laughs> okay. Uh, you know, so the, real, the, dialer- the real shit. If you're really committed, if you're really committed to Bernie, become a coyote. Get people papers so they can vote illegally. <laughs> Go go etch go get go get a piece of carbon paper and a piece of and a piece of graphite and go to the cemetery and etch names so that you can have them vote for Bernie in primaries. Because that's how that works, right? I just show up. With, you can register with a dead yeah, person's you can name a piece of with a bunch of pencil lead on it with a name. And be like, I'm this guy. <laughs> Look up, I, look up people in your community who were members of the Socialist Party in Oklahoma in the twenties and in, well in the tens. Register them to vote again. Have them vote <laughs> socialist again. It's not illegal. Um, See, if, just have, if just, you yeah, take yeah. my legal advice, I am not a lawyer. That's Adam. He's <laughs> I'm a fictional lawyer. I'm a fictional lawyer. Okay. What's why caucusing is clearly the best form of <laughs> any? It's because you can't. <laughs> Because you get to you get to engage with people like us who are very convincing and pleasant people to spend time with. I really honestly wish I could go yeah. vote in the Iowa caucuses because I just spend the whole time juuling inside the room. They're like, you, can't do you have to leave, and then I'd, I'd yell at them and I'd start smoking real cigarettes and I'd I'd harass people until they voted for Bernie because you know what everybody likes getting harassed. Um, it's working for Amy Klobuchar apparently. She's good, coming up in the polls. Um, but they, the but, strategy for Bernie, actually, like that they're going for within all the new states of like, you know, targeting new voters um, very much so needs to happen elsewhere. I, we Bernie did win Oklahoma already. Like last. Yeah, he won by 10 season. points. He won. I don't remember exactly. He he beat um, Hillary. He had more votes cast for him than Hillary Clinton, Donald Trump, uh, who got second and Ted Cruz, who got first in Oklahoma combined. And I think also then Mark. Rubio combined, and Marco Rubio got third in Oklahoma. So, like, my man's doing fucking good out here. My man, right, but it doesn't excuse you all. Be, but we're gonna not winning so, by a so we're not like we're not yet at the point of talking about Oklahoma Parker because we're talking about mm-hmm. phone banking. No one's phone banking in Oklahoma right now, right? And so that's the thing. Like, if we win, Bernie conceptually could 
And it looks like you definitely might win Iowa, right? right? So let's say Bernie wins Iowa. And then Bernie goes on. He also very much looks like he's going to win New Hampshire. Let's say he wins both of those. Oh, he's definitely he has a New Hampshire. Very high quality chance. Yeah. Um, he has South a super Carolina, high quality man. chance in Nevada, too. And if he wins the first three, he can win South Carolina because part, it's well, not yeah, the whole thing, but part of why South Carolina is so pro Biden is that black voters are small C conservative. They're, they're also large C conservative in some ways, but they're small C conservative. They don't want to rock the boat that much. They want to make sure that we beat Donald Trump. And if Bernie is coming off, Three, if, if Bernie shows he's the wins, guy to beat Trump, then right. a lot of then people will he, come over. Yeah, they'll come over, and he'll even, you know, he could win all four, and then it's a coronation. But that doesn't mean we shouldn't fucking win Oklahoma, too. That's important as well, because oh, part of the yeah. Bernie thing is saying, hey, you win it by a this centrist Democrat shit. Well, yeah. Well, and Super, Super Tuesday is, is going to be so critical, too, because... Even if Bernie has like one or two state losses in the early primary, sweeping Super Tuesday would be huge. And I think that he could get a lot of the Super Tuesday states. He's got a significant lead in California. Oh, yeah, he's for uh, sure getting California, which is the largest amount of delegates of any, yeah, the most of any delegates. individual yeah. state. But still, you, we, we don't so want what it you to can... be tight, like Adam said before. We want it to yeah. be something where you can to turn it off by, you know, halftime. Yeah. And the, the thing is, with super like going into Super Tuesday, right? Um, Bernie can win Oklahoma. Bernie maybe could win Texas too. And the thing is, if you're already jumping on the dialer, which you sh- should, because you're not a fucking coward, right? You're you're a real person. You're an adult. You're a man. You're forty. You can coach a football team to almost no better than wins. It's okay. You can have a mullet. Um, and since you've managed that, you've been talking to strangers on the phone. Talk to strangers in real life, and you know what? It's even nicer. Oklahomans are super nice on doors because everybody doesn't want to be fucking mean. We're too nice. We're too Southern and Midwestern to not be nice to somebody that comes and knocks your door. So it's, they're going to be nicer to you on doors than they are on the phone. So you go on the Bernie Sanders website, there's canvases happening in Oklahoma all the fucking time. Canvases every goddamn weekend before Super Tuesday. Go fucking do that shit. Go volunteer. Go talk to strangers. It's the easiest thing in the world. You'll do it once. You'll go out with somebody who's done it before. You'll do it once. You'll be like, this is easy as shit. You'll mm-hmm. split up from that person. You'll go be able to talk about how Stalin was actually good. How, you know, well, okay, you don't we don't have to have that. Don't, maybe don't take the Stalin was good take from the stand show. At someone, stand at someone's door with an iPad and make them watch all of hypernormalization with you. <laughs> Tell them about how you have to kill the sparrows to be able to take society. Uh, Spend three and a half hours explaining. March in the 2016 primary. <laughs> is what set him up to beat the Kuomintang and save China from imperialism. <laughs> you need to do these things. Spend, um, spend, 40, gonna... spend 45 minutes explaining why Taiki Watiti is the greatest director known to man. <laughs> and then leave without having mentioned Bernie Sanders once, knowing you have secured a Bernie Sanders vote. Um, but in all seriousness, like canvassing, knocking somebody's door is literally the best way to win over somebody's vote because they'll go into the voting booth and they'll be like, Oh, I like Joe Biden because he was half president and uh, he wears the cool sunglasses, but Bernie, he's mad. And I'm also mad about things. And Elizabeth Warren, she's an Oklahoman too. And when they go in the booth and they remember that some young whippersnapper came to their door and, and told them about how cool Bernie was, they'll remember that and they'll vote for Bernie. Like that's how it works. That's yep. genuinely how yep. it works. Yep. Um, and hopefully you'll get to meet some other people. You'll get to recruit them deeper into the socialist cause. You'll get to go have some drinks with, at a bar with them afterwards. Um, 
It's or good. not if you're a sober but, folk, but you can still have a or not. Ale. You can go to a coffee shop. It's okay. Yeah, that, Don't uh, worry. Non-alcoholic um, Heineken. Oh. <laughs> Just Perrier that tastes more like piss. <laughs> yeah, the good stuff. Um, little Chinese. Good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> um, but let's let's be honest. Some of you, some of you are fiending out here. Okay, some of you, some of you licking the bottom of the bag. You're not making it work. You know, you've graduated from. Uh, your your oxycon to your fentanyl, and you're just smacking that shit in. You know, you're kicking a spoon in West Tulsa, I need in a house that was built burning. in the early 1900s, <laughs> and has never been cleaned since then. Uh, so you really want to like Bernie? You know what you can fucking do? You know what you can do? You can do a Bernie journey. It's a thing where you and other like-minded people drive for an inordinate amount of time to go knock doors for Bernie. You probably can't make it to New Hampshire unless you can afford a plane ticket, and if you can, cool, go do that. Iowa. It's getting to be tight in terms of time for door knocking, but you know there is one more weekend before Iowa. You can drive up there. It's like eight hours from Oklahoma City. It's like seven hours from Tulsa. You can do that like Friday night, show up, door knock Saturday and Sunday, drive back Sunday evening. You can do that. That's an option. You could do it to Nevada or South Carolina. You could do yep. it in Texas. You could. Do, Texas is right there. Guarantees you, can, you uh, sainthood, and you will assuredly get into heaven, which is uh, real. Uh, and when Bernie becomes president, he'll make heaven real. <laughs> Bro, if he canceled my student Except loans, heaven would be heaven. fucking actually real. <laughs> and then, yes. I, I just, oh my God. I'm so invested but, in but this But it's, it's, it's Jewish heaven, so you go either way. <laughs> <laughs> um, but there's, no, Bernie's going to make Catholic heaven. I made a joke that would have to get out. Catholic heaven is like a party. Um, no, it's not. So, um, <laughs> yeah, it is. Catholic heaven. Catholic just sing and dance. Years, man. It's, Literally, oh, Jeffrey Epstein's No, that's Protestant heaven. <laughs> <laughs> Except with boys. That's Catholic heaven. Um, and so if you could do that, you could do it. And like I said, you could go to Texas to knock doors in Texas. It's a Super Tuesday state. It's a good call to go to Texas and do it. And you could spend the whole time in Texas telling them how much better Oklahoma is than Texas. Who doesn't want to do that? If you're a real Oklahoman, you want to go do that. Let's say you have to go on like a family trip to your shitty grandparents in Texas and they're like conservatives who suck. Spend some of that time canvassing for Bernie to spite them. Boom. Yeah. Tell them you're going to go do that. Get written out of the will. Yeah. (laughs) And the last thing that you can always do that definitely helps is give Bernie your money. Ask your friends and family to give Bernie their money. Like I know that we have people of different socioeconomic backgrounds that are listening to the show. And if you can't afford it, you can't afford it. That's okay. And, so and you shouldn't feel bad about can, not being able to afford it. We're not talking to people who, no. we're not talking to students and minimum wage workers and people who are struggling to get by. If you are in a position to donate, donate and feel donate. good about it. But if you can't, totally fine. And, I, and I was like, a student even and, and couldn't donate, donate like, for many years. Even if, even if, even if all you can donate is fucking $2 and 70 cents, if you could donate that, that helps. Just, just any amount. If you could donate, if you could donate uh, $2,800, who the fuck are you? Pay us fucking money to do this goddamn show, you fucking asshole. But also do that. Um, and if you could just donate 270 at some point during the primary, do that. Or just um, let us know you're interested you in merch. It also brings the average dollar. donation number down. So, I mean, yep, positive. Good stuff. Yeah. So, that's what you can do to elect our, our big boy. Um, and if you're on a door and somebody's like, oh, I want to elect does some identity shit, say, you know, it's really important to me that we elect our first Jewish president. Pull out that card. Be shameless about it. Be absolutely shameless about it. 
Maybe it's good. It's good. Maybe if you're canvassing in suburban Oklahoma City, not the best case to make, but (laughs) most other places, Uh, sure. Six of one, half dozen the other. If you're canvassing in South Tulsa, um, tell the person who set up the canvas what the fuck is wrong with you. Why did you do this? This is clearly not the place you should be. Um, Um, Yeah, that's that's what you can do. Make it happen. Make Bernie the next president of the United States when he's president. President will finally get to piss in public without legal ramifications. I, for one, am very excited. In Oklahoma news this week, um, we actually had a pretty interesting kind of series of occurrences um, and a uh, once in a lifetime rare, uh, rare aligned take with the Tulsa world. Um, so this week, uh, GT Bynum, mayor of Tulsa announced uh, the first black police chief of Tulsa. Uh, gentleman's name is Wendell Franklin. Um, he was a duty officer in all four of Tulsa's police districts, and he, the one he's been the most time at is what they call the Gilcrease District, which is North Tulsa. So uh, I think we can all agree it's important to see inclusion in that way, but it's also super important that like someone who has lived in those places is policing there. Um, he did all of that and followed it up, uh, in the press conference following, he was asked about live PD, the A&E television program, which is essentially cops, but they pretend that it's live. It's not, it's a cut together show, but they pretend that it's live. Um, and Tulsa is one of the participants. Tulsa had begun with the program when it first aired, they had dropped participation, um, they said it was because they didn't like the way A&E was doing things. It really seems like it was more because they uh, weren't getting paid enough money. Uh, the city of Tulsa wasn't getting paid enough money. Comes back, uh, A&E offers them another contract, and they come in, which again evidences my belief that they were doing it because they weren't getting paid enough money from A&E. And so they have been continuing to do Life PD now. Um, and... Um, so following the uh, announcement of Wendell Franklin as the police chief, GT Bynum in his news conference gives all defend gets asked about Life PD and defends it. Says that the city's going to continue to 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 do it, and that um, his reasoning was that it is important for people to see justice being done in Oklahoma, and to I, and this one I think is is fun, and we'll be able to like shred very well, but like as a safeguard against the police, like watching them is a it's, safeguard. It's but like, important to what have a fucking cop, joke. Holy shit. What he means is it's important to have propaganda. Yeah. So just, this is the take that you two have just evident and had. And the one that I am about to have that is the same as that is also the take that the Tulsa world had, which again, brilliant for once uh, mainstream media. And that's how, you know, we've sold out guys. That's we like are broken now, clock is yep. right twice a day, though. That's that's the real. <laughs> it is, but I I I was I was very happy to see the Tulsa world be like, uh, no, the, the innocent until proven guilty, and also like, no, like the like like it's very fun because the show is like live PD, and it's like it like has timestamps and acts like it's live. But even if you watch the show, they will cut from like daytime to nighttime, and like there's only a few parts of the country that can happen in. And you're like, Oh wow, this is not real. This is just fake newsroom that they're going in and out of. It's all very cute. Um, but like that, the premise of the show supposes that these like 
like supposes that it's live and that these people aren't consenting to their to this video being aired, which in a lot of states is illegal. And like, it's also not true. They all these people always sign something that says that they can, their their footage can be used. That's why in certain episodes of old cops, their people's faces were blurred out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You have to sign a release. And so it's hilarious because the show on its face is bullshit. And well, it's terribly also problematic. It's just like, you know, Tulsa, Tulsa PD, when have they ever done anything wrong? You know what I mean? Right. Half of them. Well, when have I they mean, ever fucked up? This is just the next iteration of like the publishing mugshots in that one. I can't remember what the blotter's called, but you have to like call and pay to have your mugshot taken out of the. Oh shit! What is that jailbirds? Um, jailbirds. Yes, the circulator. And it's like, yeah, it's like, well, they got sued. No, they got sued. It was a big fucking deal. No, they, they, you can't do that. No, because they were they were using it as extortion. They would say, okay, yeah, pay us $15 and we'll take your mugshot down. That's right. extortion. You, you, abs- you absolutely have to take anything down of content of the person. Yeah. Right? Well, not uh, in all circumstances. Not in all circumstances, but... Well, of yourself. It, right? Like, I mean, if I request Well, no, if I take a picture of no. you on the street in a public place, no, I can post it wherever I want because it's a public place. But that is a... Uh, it, it is essentially a protected image and they are not the creator of it. The government is the creator of it. So any mm. content or copyright content would be held by the government. So they can't enforce. This is all mm. apart from uh, the point. Then, like, what it really was, was extortion. They were saying, yeah. we have this thing. We got okay. it through freedom of information and we're holding it online and you can pay us to take it down. If they just would have put it up online and not had the option for them to pay it, to take it down, they wouldn't have gotten in, this, in trouble. And okay. we will probably see that, but there's no, then there's no money to be made. So no one will do it. Sure. Right. What's the point? Yeah. Well, and then like a lot, like uh, the big underlying live PD thing is like, a, it's these people at like very vulnerable moments would be, it's like, they're not under our justice system. These are innocent people <laughs> that you're just recording with the assumption that they're guilty criminals in every single case, despite the fact that, you know, we're supposed to presume they're innocent until they're tried and all that. Well, and, and, and like to the copaganda thing too, it's also entertainment. So like they are cutting and editing this together to make it seem some way. Like I, I, I do not, yeah. I, there is no part of me that believes that cause there I've, I've worked enough in the legal world to have seen the exceptions to the rule. A lot of time when someone says, Oh, that weeds my brothers. That's bullshit. It's most of the time it's bullshit. But I, I have personally seen the times when, oh, wow, that Vicodin was actually, yeah, your mom's and you were carrying it in a bag because that's how you dose it out and you're an idiot. Like, that happens. Maybe and you were a little league coach accused of murder and there was some supernatural entity duplicating your form. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> but like, but, but it, it, it's just one of those things where that isn't definitive evidence. There can be a lot of other things that, that prove the truth of the matter better. And for us to hold that out, like not only does it, you know, fuck with these people's lives, it's also not a good, like, like reflection of how society works. It gives us these false well, ideas also, of like what like- police interact with. Because I also mean, they only show the with, cool car cases and guns. They don't show well, yeah, and this is the shit them beating up saying, black like, people for no reason. This right, is right. Shit, and we but, saying, like, you don't know. We put our lives on the line every single day as if, like, this is their job and not just going to, like, some Hispanic youths and being like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Listen, every right, night. You might, you might have a different perspective on it than me, right? But I, my 
at the very least, personally, like my family, they love primetime crime shows, right? Like they in and all that kind of stupid bullshit. But I mean, even you've even gotten the like Boys in Blue or whatever the fuck. It, I don't know. I don't remember what CBS is called nowadays. What that one where but, they're literally wearing the like Blue Lives Matter flag and they're like cops. We yeah. do the Lord's work. We keep you safe from the evil brownies. And you're like, man, hmm. As much as I agree that, yeah, you shouldn't, like, paint actual policing in this light, I think, you know, that opinions are way more shaped by those types of, you know, show, copaganda shows. It, oh, it, yeah. That's not to say I don't you're disagree. Annoying, but it, it, but it's it, also, it's like, it's like, what do you, I think it's just another like, form, too. I think, why, it's, I think they're additive, not subtractive, you know what I mean? Right, absolutely. Yeah. Like, why, why does, why does the city of Tulsa need to do this? What, what benefit is there? Tulsa is actually a pretty high crime city relative to the U.S., which means it's so ridiculously uh, yeah, low crime. Incredibly right? high like, crime. there's almost no, no crime in the yeah. U.S. Well, like, uh, well, no, Tulsa's like compared to what rather, Tulsa used to yeah. be, there's almost no crime. Yeah, well, compared, uh, compared to what, to used what to be, yeah. everything used to be. Yeah, I mean, compared to everywhere. Um, yeah, and uh, Tulsa has always been a high crime city because Tulsa was always. Since before statehood was the crime town, right? You want to do crimes, you go to Tulsa because it was an Indian territory, and the one law enforcement person was a Fort Smith, um, the Australia of America. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but like the thing is, Tulsa gets money out of this. Why? Why don't we just tax people? Why don't we just tax people to get the money and stop putting out the show that makes Tulsa look like a crime-ridden town? Whenever that's not true. And that especially stop, makes Tulsa look like a crime crime ridden town on the backs of the poor yeah, black and brown people in the city. God damn it. Yeah. Well, well, yeah. I mean, well, okay. Corporations, you yeah, know, yeah. Kaiser, fucking Kaiser. Right? Yes, they've got money to spare. Well, and so I don't want to. I don't want to move on from this story because I think the Life PD stuff is all very important. But I want to move on from the story without mentioning uh, Wendell Franklin a little bit more, um, just because I think that it is. Uh, we had a deputy police chief in the 90s uh, who was interim police chief for a little while that was black. Um, but um, this is the first duly appointed one. Um, and so I, I, I do think it's, it's, it's important to mention that because I think that, you know, this is one of those things where, I mean, we're not id poll people. So, you know, it's not like, oh, yeah, problem solved. Uh, race massacre never happened. Uh, we can just <laughs> go. We can just go back to to uh, Tulsa is just fine. Like, no. But I do think that that is like a, like a, more than his skin color. I'm very happy that he lives in North Tulsa and he has experience working there for a long time. I would have felt much worse if we had hired uh, a prominent L.A. sheriff. You know what I mean? Like that would have been much more problematic. But I'm actually very happy that we're engaging in what would be known as community policing and that we have people who know the area. And, uh, I, I mean, we'll whenever see, the UN we'll have to see his policies, your town yeah. and says you have racist <laughs> policing, you know, you do have to do something about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I mean, I think that's definitely the, the UN right literally direction. did that. Come on over here. Come on, coward. Coward. I know that I want to punch you in the nose. I'll beat your goddamn ass. You son of a bitch. You're an intellectual dumbass. And I'm coming. You coward. You think you're a tough guy. So, everybody, this week we are doing a conservative reading series from the Oklahoma, not from, from the Oklahoma, but not from the editorial board. Um, before we jump into it, just want to mention uh, Bernie Sanders, obviously the campaign and not the man himself, um, wrote an editorial 
that was not a editorial that like went to all the local newspapers in every 50 state where they like changed the, the name of the state or something. It was an editorial specifically about Oklahoma and the fight for public education. That whips ass. Um, the fact that he did that and another certain senator uh, supposedly just as left wing from Bernie Sanders from the great state of Oklahoma did, has not done that. Should maybe say something about who you should vote for. Um, but she was a teacher, that. Carl. She was a teacher. Why would she not yeah, she write an editorial about Oklahoma teacher struggle? Really, really sexist of Bernie Sanders to get an editorial published when she didn't even try to write one. Uh, <laughs> so we're reading this one from today, January 26th. Point of view. School choice is a basic American freedom. It's by one Robert Ruiz. Uh, you already, you already didn't hear why it's so important that Epic Charter Schools continues to get state money. Let's go. I'm ready. This is absolutely quote National School Choice Week. Fake. That's entirely fake. National entirely School entirely Choice fake. Week. They have a whole week yeah. instead of a day. Yeah, no, uh, they have a week. I, I, I actually have a uh, national sit on my couch and put farts into it day, and it's called Saturday, and it happens every week. <laughs> All right. How how much like maneuvering do you think it would take to get these guys to just label their movement as the pro-choice movement? None. <laughs> None at all. None. If they we try really just... hard, it could be good. You know what I mean? And since it's National School Choice Week, it is a good time to take stock of what rights we have been granted as parents to educate our children, what rights we have not, and why all this matters. What is, quote-unquote, school choice? It is the ability of a parent to choose where to send their child to school. Great. I'm very happy. Now I know what it is. Uh, all right. <laughs> okay. Yeah, very nice. In Oklahoma, those options theoretically include traditional public schools, public charter schools, public magnet schools, private schools, homeschooling, or free virtual schools. Really well, panned out the word is, count there. <laughs> oh, yeah. So many oh, schools. Yeah. Red schools. Green schools. <laughs> One school, two schools. <laughs> schools where you learn facts. Schools where you learn lies. Schools where you learn nothing. And schools where you die. Actually, there will be red schools once uh, we're in charge. <laughs> yeah. So there are two, two schools. One of the schools always tells lies. The other one always tells the truth. You have to talk to the schools to figure out which one tells the truth and which one tells the lies. And if you pick wrong, your child uh, gets educated in lies. Um, whether these choices are available to most parents often depends on decisions made by elected officials. For instance, Oklahoma permits public charter schools to operate, but stifles their growth by funding them inequitably compared with traditional public schools. We have many great private schools, but unlike several other states, don't allow most parents to use their education tax dollars to cover the cost of tuition. Which, you know, um, kind of like it's a private school. We, we pay for the public ones so that you don't have to go to that. You can choose to pay for it if you want to, but uh, go fuck yourself. Uh, number two, uh, with the public charter schools, um, aren't they private institutions? Why don't they fund themselves? Why can't they fund themselves? Why do they need our money? Why do they need our money? Why do they need our money? 
Explain that. that. Explain the whole point of this. Yeah, the reason that people don't go to the public schools is because the public schools are bad, and then people send their public their the public school money to the charter schools because they don't like the public schools. Just fund the public schools. It's 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 the same. And then charter schools are way worse. Well, and it's the exact same thing. I mean, it is literally separate but equal. Is that when you create a when you allow the rich to create a separate system from the one that the poor have to engage in, then the one the poor engage in has to by definition be worse than the one that the rich get, and therefore it lacks certain necessary features like I don't know fucking school nurses or lunch that isn't just like suspended sugar in fat or like whatever. You're not just right about it being like separate but equal in the theoretical sense. The explosion of private schools in the United States is a direct result of Brown v. Board of Education and rich people moving to suburbs so that their tax money wouldn't go to schools where black kids went to. And then opening up private schools like Heritage Hall. I was about to say, stop stealing my joke. All charter (laughs) schools are just knockoff Heritage Halls. I'm sorry. Heritage Hall is better than you, and they don't need any tax dollars. Bishop Kelly laughs in cash. (laughs) Okay. As does Cassidy. The Catholic. So, like, the Catholic schools uh, um, and, like, uh, Jewish schools, those those have a different, those have a different history than that. Um, It's definitely related, but, uh, like religious institutions are a bit older for like non-Protestant kids um, and relate to like just ethnic whites having their own cultural institutions, but then turned into ways to keep your kids from going to public schools with black kids when Brown v. Board happened. Um, and so let's, let's keep reading this article here. Why does choice matter in education? Like all matters of basic liberty, it's because in a free society, we believe people should be able to control their destiny. Of our ability to pursue life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, as outlined in our Declaration of Independence, somehow does not encompass what we teach our children. And it is a promise indeed. Pause. Pause. All right. Let me let everyone know something. If you ever quote a founding father, the Declaration of Independence, or the Constitution for non-specifically legal references, the Constitution, all right, you're lying to me. I don't care what your point is. You're lying. Because you don't... The, the founding fathers were, like, whoever you think they were, they weren't. And so, hey, just shut the fuck up. They were the 9-11 argument before 9-11, Adam. So I, <laughs> I know. They I know. 9-11. Okay? God damn it. They were the 9-11 first responders. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, I think another thing that's also worth mentioning here... Um, Whenever they talk about oh, school choice, oh no, you need to be able to choose what school. You do have school choice. Vote for politicians who fund the schools you want them to fund. That's your school choice. Vote for politicians. It, like you, this and whole thing policy. where it's like school is, yeah, like school is a consumer choice that you make as a parent uh, in between options that are made for you. You don't make that choice when you go to the ballot box and vote for somebody is fake you do have a choice you have the liberty to choose we as a society have the liberty to choose together collectively how we organize this thing so no you do have a choice even if everybody just says no it's just public schools fuck all of this shit we made a choice as a society it might not be the choice you like i don't give a shit go fuck yourself that's still a choice you lost this is a social problem this is not a problem of you personally making a consumer decision and if you really want to do that go to a fucking private school send your kids to heritage hall spend $10,000 a semester so that they can get a, a racist education. Cool. You can do that if you want to. So let's read some more stuff here. 
Choice also matters because it is synonymous with better educational outcomes and better social outcomes. Uh, parentheses. <laughs> I wonder. A study by the Urban Institute demonstrated that children who are recipients of the Florida Tax Credit Scholarship, a school choice program aimed at helping low income families attend private schools, Wait. were more likely than their peers to go to college and graduate. I wonder if. That's called socialism, my dog. Like, that's redistributing tax money, my man. Like, we uh, take all the money that yeah, goes into up, the private so schools and we put it into the public schools. Like, we put all the money from the private schools into the public schools. Do you think that the kids in the public schools would be more likely to attend college afterwards? Like, hmm, just an idea, a choice that we could make as a society to solve that problem. Um, a study published in Social Science Quarterly demonstrated a significant decrease in criminal behavior among students participating in the M Milwaukee Parental Choice Program. I Cool, don't describe what that program is or how it relates to what you're talking about. Just, just, just say less crime. Great. Um, these studies and others like it simply reinforce common sense. If your child is in a failing school or being bullied or has a special need that isn't being attended to, then exercising choice and sending that child to a more suitable school will likely produce a better outcome. Parents do not need research studies to know that. No, like, they need okay, money. They about, need money to know let's that. Let's talk about the first option. They, they yes, do let's need talk money about to the do first. that. <laughs> if your and, child is in a failing school, why is the school failing? Where are there schools in Oklahoma that are failing to produce educational outcomes? Some of those happen to be charter schools, like Everett charter schools. Um, but if your child is in a failing public school in Oklahoma, you just have to look at a graph of, of real dollars going into education to know why your child is in a failing school. It's not because you need to choose to send them somewhere else. It's because we, as a state, have decided to stop paying for good, high-quality schools and have started funneling that money into ch charter schools. That's why. Um, the money that goes to pay that? this fucking dude, Robert Ruiz, is why your child is in a failing school. If we just cut his job and put that money in, into a teacher's salary at a fucking school, we would probably have less failing schools. What's, what's that? It's the, the group of people. It's like young, newly graduated teachers. It's like Teach for America, but it isn't. They have the red jackets. I can't remember what it's called. But he mentions the Milwaukee Parental Choice Program. Milwaukee has the highest presence. It's like city life or city, something like that. I don't know what It's it like is. a Teach for America type thing. Yeah, but it has the most, the highest presence of those volunteers because <laughs> there's such a, like, the bottom has fallen out of public education in Milwaukee. And it's like, because everyone who could afford to went up into these charter schools or private schools, just the public school bottom completely fell out. And now it has like thousands of volunteer newly graduated teachers who have to go and make up the horrible deficit in education. And there. There, I mean, let's be honest, like Teach for America and those programs, I'm not going to hate on them in a certain sense, but we wouldn't have those programs if we paid teachers well and, and spent money on poor uh sure i mean they're a stopgap for where you have just completely like lost all public school infrastructure yeah it's 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 just ridiculous that we have to get college students who know they don't want to go to grad school but don't have any idea what they're going to do with their life to go do this you know to teach the most vulnerable kids in our society who deserve the best education you know well, every, every child deserves a thorough education. And I don't say that because I'm some pie in the sky or you have a right to. No, it's the only way we move forward as a society. If, if like, like, do you want to know why the Middle Ages happened? It is because everyone was illiterate and they didn't understand germs. The, the point is education. Education is how a society moves forward. When we 
decrease the need for labor, we need to increase the need for specialization. That's the only way we, that's, that's how the civilization equation fucking works. And so it is just bullshit to me that it's like, oh yeah, we can have shit schools. Okay, then you're going to have a shit society. Like if you like a shit society, then great. Wonderful. Good for fucking you. Well, and this I, it just I mean, isn't this an is, outcome that's great. This is part of the whole thing that's happened because of Brown v. Board, right? Is it's like rich kids should be able to go to these super high quality, hippie ass private schools that give you really good educations. Like genuinely, like you have the opportunity to learn a shit ton at those kinds of schools. And then poor kids go to education where the whole idea is like, oh, you're going to live in shit for your whole life. You need to be ready to do that, you know? And like, that's part of the thing. That's part of the problem. Is that is that education has become a choice thing? It has become a consumer choice for parents. And like you know healthcare. what? Just like every consumer choice, it's got nothing to actually do. Right? Like, I don't care if guitars are a fucking consumer choice. You don't need a fucking guitar. Sure, fine. You could get a Fender or a Stratocaster. You can pay as much money as you want for it. And education is something everyone fucking needs. It is a public good, and it should be treated as such. Like healthcare, like roads, like fucking I don't know, uh, public transportation, food, housing, uh, etc. Well, and yeah. it's also, I mean, much like healthcare, it's not a real consumer choice when you're actually faced with that decision. Because, like, if you are somewhere where the public schools are so shitty and you do have, even if you are just scraping by, if you have the money to pay for a private school, you're sort of forced into doing that. You don't have the consumer choice. It's just like, oh, you- well, shit, I have no option. So I either have to go to the school because I literally can't afford it or I have to, like, spend all this money that I wouldn't want to spend normally to go here. Like it's another one of those things where, like, the kids don't have a say. It's not. The children are the ones getting educated here. And we can blame it on their parents or something. Sure, fine. But the kid is still the one getting fucking screwed by people like Robert Ruiz. You know? Yep. The kids are the ones who are getting fucked. Metaphorically. Metaphorically. <laughs> um, we're not talking about Southern Catholic school. Um, so it's, it's, it's genuinely just saying we should be able to fuck your kids over metaphorically because of your choices your kids should live in shit because of your choices and that's insane no one agrees with that but people like robert ruiz take money out of the fucking public education system we got paid money to write horseshit like this so let's finish out the thing as we have a call to action for you what should we be doing on school choice week in oklahoma certainly we should be thankful for the choices we do have and the many teachers administrators and parents who work to make those choices not only available but successful beyond that we should organize the Oklahoma Parent Power Summit, OPPS, just PPP, right, will be held at 4 p.m. on Thursday at St. Luke's Christian Life Center, 251 Northwest 14th Street. We are serious about empowering parents, protecting the educational freedoms we have, and fighting for those we do not. Join us if you are, too. Or even better, join them if you aren't and you want to harass them and yell at them. <laughs> be a pain in their fucking ass. Be a also, dick. Also, fuck up their meeting. Also, it's, it's legal. You also, have freedom of speech. Also, very Go importantly, fart in their meeting. Robert Ruiz is a executive director for Choice Matters, which is probably the people who have established the <laughs> National School Choice Day week, month, fucking year. And also, he probably got paid or paid himself to write this article. So, uh, Oklahoman, go fuck yourself. Robert Ruiz, <laughs> go fuck yourself. Uh, choice Matters, go fuck yourself. And, uh, you know what? I'll just give a good old-fashioned charter schools. Go fuck yourself. Our Twitter is Red Star Over OK. We also have a Facebook page and a subreddit. You can listen on SoundCloud and iTunes, as well as most other places podcasts are found. Any questions, comments, complaints, or concerns can be sent to our email, redstaroverok at gmail.com. And hey, guys, you keep those emails coming because we're getting good ones. Uh, 
Uh, please tell your friends about us and rate and review on iTunes. And uh, thanks, guys. Have a nice week. Bye. Bye.